the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. AOL, eBay, Yahoo, and Amazon in the late 1990s were the big four tech companies. Only one of them are relevant today. Interesting, right? Good way to start. Anyhow, let's talk about what's working and why on Wall Street. Um, As we do each and every week, we try to mix in a little bit of investments with a little bit of insurance, with a little bit of strategy, with a little bit of the stock market. Goal of the show is for the long term simulation of wealth. And then the second long term from age 20 to 60 is the first one. The second one from age 60 to 100 is the preservation and management of that wealth. The NASDAQ year to date up 21%, which is rather disappointing because it was up 35%. And now it's just up 21%. A lot of gains have been given back. Now, I like it. When things work as they should, 35% way too much. More than the S&P 500 is where NASDAQ should be, in my opinion. But the S&P 500 is up only 7.6%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up uh, down 2% for the year. If you take away the Magnificent Seven, i.e. the tech companies that are working today, keep in mind what I just did was I started with the tech companies that were relevant in the late 1990s, early 2000s. Amazon, AOL, eBay, and Yahoo, only one of them are still relevant. And the Magnificent Seven, when you start going, you say Amazon, hey, they they made it. Um, Then you go into Meta, and you go, what's so special about Meta? It's got basically 10 Super Bowls a day online of eyeballs. That's what's so special to me. To go through Alphabet, which has pretty big, but it's only 25% ultimately of how big Google is or Alphabet. Um, Apple, Tesla, NVIDIA. Will those six or seven companies be relevant in 10 years? I would venture to guess that two or three might reality is one or two should survive as far as relevancy as far as growth as far as i think they'll all be around aol's still around i'm not saying they're not yahoo's still around but how investable is it and when did it break so anyway the nasdaq's up 21 percent for the year the sp 500 up seven percent for the year the dow jones industrial average down two percent for the year oil's up 10 percent for the year that's a big move that's a that's a nor not a normal that's a big move for oil it's not like oil 2.0. They don't have 100 million eyeballs every day. 
they do have a lot of vehicles, and a lot of factories that still use them. Oil's still relevant. Investors are on edge of the economic impacts of higher interest rates and the possible escalation in Israel Hamas. Stocks are on track to post their third straight month in the red. We've got two more days, I think two is the right way of saying it, uh, left in October. Maybe one and a half, depending on when you're picking up the show. But concerns of a widening Middle Eastern conflict have yet to materialize. Crude prices are well below their $90 peak during the war so far, as no oil shipments appear to have been disrupted. Israel has widened the ground efforts. Gaza communications are trickling back on after they, I guess they were cut. I, I guess that's the story. U.S. has urged Israel to adopt a targeted ground offensive to lower the red, risk of a wider conflict, better distinguish Palestinian civilians from Hamas, and minimize casualties on both sides. Wow. 21st century, and this still happens. Matthew Perry stars a, a friend, uh, star of Friends TV show, dead at 54 in his hot tub. Emmy nominated actor achieved international fame while playing the role of Chandler Bing on the iconic TV series Friends. Perry released a memoir last year that chronicled his decade long struggle with addiction and the peace he found in sobriety. I don't I never watched Friends. I don't have a lot to say there. If there's a financial angle, 54 is awfully young. If you're a 54-year-old male, female, listen to the show, how would your family be impacted if you died? That's the only angle I can get. People in Acapulco, Mexico, are criticizing the government's response to Hurricane Otis, which slammed the resort city of one million and caused massive damage last week. Death toll has grown to about 43 people. Interesting how natural um, weather, or maybe unnatural weather in this case, can upset so many lives and cost so much money. And again, it's never going to end. UAW settled up with Stellantis. They expanded the strike at GM. Chrysler owned Stellantis, became the second Detroit automaker after Ford to agree to a tentative deal with the United Auto Workers Union. The agreement, like the one with Ford, reportedly gives full-time employees a 25% pay bump and a cost of living allowances. Now the union is expanding the strike at GM plants. As two sides still haven't come to terms over temporary workers, which can account for about 10% of GM employees. That is going to be a very, I do not predict, I'm not ever, you're never going to find me investing in GM, Ford, or Solantis. Maybe Tesla but never the big three as they have cost structures that are prohibitive to profits. And that to me is what investing is about. Other stories of note, the Beatles are going to release their last new song. Weird, right? Now and then it's coming out Thursday. Thanks to an AI technology that allowed for John Lennon's voice to be pulled from recording done in the 1970s. Peter Jackson, who directed the Beatles documentary, The Beatles Get It Back, also directed a 12-minute short film about the process of bringing the song together. Um, oh, I guess it's going to be released on Wednesday, not Thursday. Apple's unveiling a little bit of product this week. Um, probably faster MacBooks. They're using the term scary fast because of Halloween. 
Um, not not feeling the vibe there. Everyone's really down. Apple's product lineup right now is being not unimaginative, just more of the same. I guess it's unimaginative, huh? Halloween's on Tuesday. Unsold candy will be available at dip, dip, deep discounts on, on Wednesday. The World Series between the Diamondbacks and Rangers continues. It's currently tied at 1-1. So we've got a lot going on, in my opinion. It's kind of nice. And thanks for listening to the show. I'm always conscious that you uh, could be listening to something else or doing something else. The goal is to get you to retirement. Um, we get Apple earnings this week. Thursday after the close. Um, factors leading to a positive bias day include the impressive earnings results from McDonald's. The UAW's Stellantis reached a tentative agreement. So that's kind of feeling good vibey. We're going to get decisions by the Bank of Japan, the Federal Reserve, and Bank of England on uh, policy decisions this week. I think we've priced in that they're not going to do anything. Obviously, if they did, we would be a little surprised. We do see a slowing consumer in the United States. That's kind of playing into the Fed's playbook. Poised for a technical rebound, but not a lot of fundamentals moving the market today. Not a lot of positive news. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. Show dedicated to getting you rich, to getting you wealthy, whatever term you want to use. I say wealth is better for me. Because I guess on both terms, and I just all I want to do is be able to live till the day I die and pay my bills and potentially do a couple nice trips here and there. Here's some very specific advice. Um, here, I'm going to say something bullet shot for me, not necessarily for you. I don't know you. It's time to stop crying about bonds and start buying some bonds. Rarely in American history. Has it been this bad for bonds? The bond route has been brutal in the last two years. Supposedly, ultra-safe treasuries are on track to lose money for three consecutive years, declining 42% over those three years. Other bonds, whether mortgage-backed securities or high-quality corporates, have also taken a beating, leaving investors with losses from what are supposed to provide a ballast in a side of a portfolio. I've always been too young for bonds or the bond rate yield has always been unattractive for me compared to stocks. The yield has always been unattractive for me because in the last 15 to 20 years, we've seen the 10-year treasury basically run to zero, grinding lower, grinding lower, grinding lower, grinding lower. Cost of money went lower, lower, lower. And when you have a cheap cost of money, that encourages speculation both in real estate and in the stock market, maybe in your own life. And by that, I mean, maybe you're thinking about getting married and you're like, I can get her a ring for $2,000 and I can afford those interest payments at 7%. But when interest yields or loan yields are at 1%, you're like, I'm going to get that girl a $4,000 ring. 
all because the cost of money is cheap. You get more speculative. You take more risk. End of the bond bear market will happen. Where it does make a lot of sense to have some exposure to the 10-year treasury, maybe the five-year bond. Um, What are you looking for? Bonds have broken down compared to the S&P 500. If you look at the aggregate bond index, you're like, this is not an investment. Yields across the treasury market are at about 5%, the highest since 2007. Investment-grade corporate bonds pay an average of 6.3%. For someone in the 24% tax bracket, a 30-year municipal with a AAA rating yields 6.1% when its tax advantages are considered. Junk bonds average 9%. Their spread over treasuries is fairly narrow, indicating that they're not cheap. Junk bonds pay 9%. Am I telling you to get junk? I'm not. For me, a good muni or corporate bond makes a lot of sense because I'm technically within 10 years of pulling Social Security. And the stock market, I've got great exposure to the stock market. I've got great exposure to the SP 500. I've got great exposure to the Magnificent Seven. Treasury inflation protected securities or TIPS maturing in both five and 10 years are pricing in inflation at 2.5%, implying that expectations are well anchored. At those levels, treasuries are generating yields of 2.5% after inflation. The first time real yields have been meaningfully positive in a decade. So you're going to hear more and more professionals say, lock in. If you need some ideas, on some diversified ideas to lock in on. If you don't know how to buy individual bonds, it's very difficult. PIMCO low duration income, ticker symbol PFIAX. Current 30-day SEC yield is at 5.3%, but it's got a high expense ratio. BlackRock flexible income, ticker symbol BINC, 5.9%. Ostroyce Strategic Income, O-S-T-I-X, 7.2%. High yield fund with emphasis on quality and low duration. There's a lot of terms in the bond market that you need to play with. Government, corporate, foreign bonds. Quality, low duration, long duration. Vanguard has a federal money market fund, which is yielding 5.3% with only 11 basis points charge on it. So you can kind of see how this is playing out. Um, You have to figure out where on the spectrum you want to go. Junk bonds is probably too aggressive for me. Vanguard total bond market is also below its net asset value for the first time um, since October 2008. I don't know. It's it's just one of those things that when you take a look at the last three years, you go, man, bonds have underperformed. And you take a look at the last three years and you look at the S&P 500, you look at mid cap, small cap, international, you look at mega cap. There's a, it's called the Callan periodic table of investments. And when you look at it, you kind of see that 
everything kind of has its day. <clears throat> Even gold has periods of two or three years where it outperforms. I think it's one of the cooler charts to look at. Maybe you'd call it a graphic. Uh, quality yield, Russell 2000 growth, Russell 2000 value, aggregate bonds. Everything has its day. Uh, large cap, large cap value, large cap blend, cash, real estate, gold. You tend not to get three years in a row of negative bond returns. I'm not saying that's the, that's the only investment theme you should have, but you should consider blending something into your portfolio. Or I'm considering, let me correct that, I'm considering um, taking some short-term, high-quality, corporate, and maybe some munis to start playing into the world of income for me. And munis, munis let me explain this real quick. Municipal bonds are an IOU that you give money to the state of California or like the city of Palo Alto. They go out and build a library or a road or something, and they pay you back. And then when it comes time to pay taxes on that income, you don't have to pay taxes on it in the state of California if you gave a California municipal bond. That saving on tax income is part of the attractiveness of it. Stop crying about bonds. Start considering bonds. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm Rob Black. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. I want to thank everyone who came out for the seminar this weekend. It was, I would say, a big success. There was maybe one or two empty seats, and that was it. Um, a lot was learned. Really proud of the team. I bring a whole slew three or four financial planners. They answer questions. The questions were great today, uh, Saturday. It was a nice event. Thank you. Um, as I'm getting older, I figured out you can really only do like four or five of those a year. And you bounce around areas in the Bay Area. I'm going to do a, a webinar next. Uh, so that'll obviously encompass the whole country. But that'll be coming up in December. But as I'm getting older, I'm realizing, you know, the, the days of people coming out to see me and Chad are, I, I don't have that many events left in me. Um, I don't plan to be doing it when I'm 80. So, uh, and if I'm only doing four or five a year, uh, you can see the math is starting to catch up that I might be down to my final 10, 20, 25 most. Um, I enjoy it. Thank you so much. Anyhow. Let's talk about money. What will your health care needs be in retirement? I think that's kind of important. I saw a crazy statistic day. Heart attack deaths will triple by mid-century due to heat in the United States. Okay. And I'm like, I should lose some weight. Because <laughs> that's just mathematically, I'm like, I, I get that one. Retirement planning and Medicare enrollment. It's kind of goes hand in hand, ladies and gentlemen. When you get to the point where you're saying, I'm only going to do five more years of work, 10 more years of work. Around that age 60, you are on the clock to start figuring out Medicare. 
only because it's going to take you a couple years to figure out. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make is retiring too early. And then they're left without health care. And you insure what you can't afford to lose. If you have a home that's worth 500000 to $2 million, you buy home insurance, right? Just in case there's a horrible rainstorm, hailstorm, fires. Your health care is the same way. When you're young and beautiful, you're like, oh, young and beautiful. But what you have, what you insure is not your young and beauty. It's your ability to earn income from age 20 to 60. But when you're 65, that's when you get that Medicare threshold and you do the Medicare Advantage prescription drug plans. And you got to know what it's all about when open enrollment happens between October 15th and December 7th. It's the time to evaluate which plan you're on. If your healthcare needs are being met, should you change plans? You ensure what you can't afford to lose, right? So with my life, I've got term life insurance to cover from age 20 to 60 while I'm earning income in case I die. My income, if I'm making $100,000, I insure it 10 times to 1 million. I could go to 2 million 20 times if I felt that my income is in an expensive area and my family's going to need that do-re-mi to get by after their father passed away. So you insure your health with term life insurance. You insure having a heart attack with healthcare insurance. I've got a producer right now, strong young man, let's say he's 30 years old, 35 years old on the other end of this microphone. He's not thinking heart attack, but it happens. Every now and then you see a young person get into a disease or an accident that's really medically expensive. I see more bankruptcies in real estate, but right after that, I see a lot of bankruptcies due to healthcare and not having proper insurance. So always think about things that you insure. Uh, to pay a financial planner who's accredited, who's a fiduciary, who works in your best interest, you're going to be paying 80 basis points to 1% for a good one. Um, but you're insuring your wealth. I see people at blackjack tables insure a, a, a hand of does the dealer have blackjack or not. People understand insurance, but when it comes to financial planners, they're like, no, I don't know. That seems like a lot of money. It's not. But that's if you use their services, not just the investment services, but the tax efficiency. Last week, Chad was blowing my mind when he was talking about how he uses tech planning, tax planning software to plan out the next five years of taxes for a retiree. For somebody who's like 35, 40, you're not planning out the next five years of taxes because you're not going to have a massive tax change in your life where you go from earning money to paying yourself. But let's stick with Medicare real quick and healthcare in retirement. Um, because you insure what you can't afford to lose. And because you work for a company, you tend to get healthcare. And that's going up every year, it feels like. Up 7% last year. Or I guess it's better to say up 7% in this next year of so bills. Corporations used to eat the majority of that. Uh, but they're having to pass more and more of it on to you. 
is they want to earn money too, just like you want to earn money. I look at corporations as living human beings because that's what the IRS considers them. So take inventory of your healthcare needs. Um, understand what there is out there. Part A of Medicare covers hospital coverage. Part B covers medical coverage. Part C covers Medicare Advantage. Part D covers prescription drugs. All I'm saying is before you get to 65, before you start thinking I'm going to be taking Medicare, somewhere in your late 50s, you start learning about it, okay? Right now, if you're in your 40s and 30s and early 50s, you have your corporation covering it for you. But when you start getting that, that, that right out, the big 6-0, you really got to know what's going on. And it's a good thing to ask people who have it, how happy are you with your service? But then it's also a good thing to know how healthy they are and how often do they use it. Whole person health goes beyond standard primary care visits, screenings, and vaccinations. Caring for your teeth, your eyes, your ears are also important um, to your quality of life. While original Medicare, Medicare does not include benefits beyond hospital visits, doctor visits, Medicare Advantage plans can include additional benefits to meet your personal wants and needs. Humana's Medicare Advantage plan includes dental, vision, hearing coverage, as well as worldwide emergency coverage and telehealth options. So I'm saying it's on you to start figuring this out. And you know what stinks? When you're 65 and you don't like your plan or you're 70 and you don't like your plan, it's a lot tougher to figure it out. So maybe you have a, a, a son or daughter who can help. It's part of what CFPs do is they figure out, they help you figure out which is the best plan to take. Again, ensure what you can't afford to lose. And in this case, there's a lot of wealth that you can lose in retirement if you choose the wrong healthcare plan. I have a in-law right now in the hospital. She's on a medication that um, one of those side effects, you know, you see side effects in commercials. One of the side effects is uh, urinary tract infections. And guess what? She got a urinary tract infection um, and she didn't do anything about it. And it spread into her blood and she woke up one morning. And she couldn't physically move. So they got an ambulance to her house. They got her to the hospital. Um, long story short, she's been there for four or five days. That's not cheap. So you're talking the total bill is going to be fifty, sixty thousand um, $60,000 to treat her infection in her blood. And that's where Medicare comes in. That's where my taxpayer dollars go. So ensure what you can't afford to lose. I think that's really good advice. Um, here's a weird twist on that. Uh, I insure phones for my children because they're prone to dropping them. That's expensive. Um, if my kid was using a laptop at school, I would insure it because he's going in and out of school. He's on a bicycle. He's opening his book bag. That's expensive. Now, again, laptops have become cheap though. So I'm thinking old Rob Black, 10, 20 years ago when a laptop was $2,000. Now you can get a decent laptop for $200, $300, I guess is really is probably the price point that you would want, but um, that's not worth insuring anymore. After the one year, you know, maybe you can 
I don't know. You figure out what you, you need to insure and which you don't. I don't insure a lot of other things though. Like um, if I get a TV, I don't buy insurance on it. You know, when you go to Best Buy and you, you buy something, they're like, do you want to buy a three-year contract on it? The only thing I'm thinking, phones still, and maybe laptop, um, iPad, kind of the same thing, you know? Anyhow, you can find me online and then you also have to start factoring in like California recently passed a law where all Apple products have to be repairable outside of Apple in uh, tools to businesses so they can repair their equipment easier. Uh, repair costs are coming down, which is good. And uh, sure what you can't afford to lose your health, your investments with a CFP, your wealth. You get the idea, right? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. If you want a complimentary financial snapshot portfolio review, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Thanks for listening to the show. Big movie this weekend shows a lot of imagination. If anyone was going to topple Taylor Swift, it had to be a killer animatronic bear, right? That's exactly what happened. Five Nights at Freddy, the new Universal Bloomhouse horror offering set in an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese type pizza restaurant, scored an estimated 78 million in domestic theaters over the weekend. That's a huge haul. It surprised everyone in the industry. And it finally dethroned Taylor Swift heirs to her concert. Air has pulled in another 14.7 million, so it's grand total, 149.3 million so far in the U.S. Five Nights at Freddy's, though, takes down Taylor Swift. I think that's kind of cool. Um, didn't see the movie. My kids want to see the movie. I'm like, eh, I think we can wait for that one. It's uh, based off a horror survival video game series. That gave it a built-in younger audience that already knew who the content was. For me, I don't know. I like seeing horror movies around Halloween. Um, fantastic episode. I guess it's on Hulu and uh, AMC. Is AMC? I think it's AMC. Uh, or FX, FX. Um, American Horror Stories. They have a short stories version of their their uh, franchise. Typically, the season lasts 10 to 15 episodes, but they introduce short stories every year. The second one of season three is all about AI. It's fantastic. I watched it this weekend, and it's about a young man who basically a second type of COVID comes around, and he gets an AI assistant that gets smarter and smarter and figures out how to help him sell his paintings at a marked up price by using a fake bidder figures out how to, you know, uh, manipulate a lot of positives into his life. But then the AI gets a little jealous. And again, it, it's something that's kind of fun because if you're watching the world of AI and you own NVIDIA, you're like, ooh, there could be a dark side to it. I don't know. I, I think it seems topical. It's not going to be a TV episode that wins an Emmy or anything like that. Change your life. But um, I watched it. I found it kind of humorous and entertaining. Halloween candy sales, not so sweet. Boo! Halloween candy sales fell 3.9% in the 12 weeks ending October 8th compared to the same period last year. 
uh, unless there's a big candy push at the end of this week, uh, i.e. today and tomorrow. Uh, there's to be a lot of discounted candy. The final week before Halloween is critical for candy sales as unit sales grew just under 7.5% between 2021 and 2022. Candy sales may be slightly sour. Um, that does not mean the holiday is being totally left behind. The National Retail Federation found that 73% of people surveyed are celebrating Halloween this year. This is a 5% higher than 2019 and the highest since 2005. Halloween spending could reach as much as $12.2 billion with per-person spending increasing to $108 this year from $102 two years ago. Um, record number of people in America in the United States have hit credit highs. Uh, the national average credit score sits at 718. Credit scores have improved year over year despite the high cost of living, which has caused more consumers to fall deeper into debt. Um Credit scores have become a little bit easier to get rid of medical collections, which help your credit score when you get rid of those. Uh, credit card balances for Americans surpassed $1 trillion for the first time ever. The national average credit score rose two points from a year ago level to reach 718. Consumer credit health remains solid right now. That's nice to hear, especially if we're going into a softening economy. Your utilization rate, the ratio of debt to total credit, is one of the factors that can influence your score. Credit experts generally advise borrowers to keep revolving debt below 30% of the available credit on your card to limit the effect that high balances can have. Um, I think there's a real good tool, an app that I have on my phone, Credit Karma. It's Karma with a K. Um, at lunchtime, maybe once a week, I'll check my credit score. Why do I do that? Because I could see if any new credit's been opened, as well as um, just monitor everything. Just keep an eye on, am I paying my bills? Have I paid my mortgages? Have I, oh boy, that credit card got a little bit out of hand. So generally speaking, the higher your credit score, the better off you are in life for getting a loan, for getting a job, for getting an apartment. So... Keep working that credit score, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. We're seeing a movement higher in there. McDonald's revenue climbed 14% as price hikes have boosted sales. Really solid earnings out of McDonald's this morning. Uh, but again, when they raise prices on a milkshake, when they raise prices on uh, six-piece nuggets, when they raise prices on a Big Mac, uh, they're probably not going to roll those back, even if beef prices drop down, even if they get better supply deals with cheaper beef. It's one of the areas that inflation creates more earnings over time is there rarely rollbacks. McDonald's revenue rose 14% to $6.6 billion. Wow, right? Uh, more than 85% of Americans visit McDonald's at least once a year. There's roughly one McDonald's restaurant per 24,000 people in the United States. Ford's going to postpone about $12 billion in EV investments as buyers become more cautious. Um. A couple of years ago, we were talking about you should invest in lithium. You should invest in EV companies. The only EV company I'm interested in myself is Tesla. Strangely, they have one of the most affordable vehicles. Is it strange? No, because they have one of the lowest cost structures for their labor. Uh, $35,000 Tesla. I, I think that's an attractive first car for a lot of young people now. 
Travis Kelsey as well. Used car, obviously, as well. Travis Kelsey. No, he didn't win this weekend. No, there wasn't Taylor Swift at his game. But he's introducing a line of barbecue brisket sold at Walmart. He's introducing food lines right now called Travis Kelsey's Kitchen. Flavorful refrigerated entrees inspired by Kansas City's most iconic flavors. Have we hit peak Travis Kelsey yet? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. You find me online, need a referral to a financial planner, need a financial a snapshot of where you are. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archive podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.